you're now listening to The Midnight Watch, where I'm always standing on watch for you against bad movies. I'm Philip Powell. And I'm Nicholas Allen. And tonight's film is Allegiant, the Divergent series. Picking up shortly after the events of Insurgent, we find Tristan Four plotting to escape Chicago to the world outside of the wall. Played once again by Shailene Woodley and Theo James, respectively. They get outside the wall, they discover revelations about why Chicago is the way it is, why the world on the outside looks the way it does, about the people on the outside, and discover it has grave implications for the people of Chicago. And now it is a race against time. Phil, what did you think of Allegiant? I thought it was solid. It's not as good as Insurgent, which had those really strong, captivating, emotional moments to go alongside the action. But you still have some good action scenes. Shane Willie is still a good actor. I like her and Thor together. Theo. Uh, <laughs> Call him Thor. Oh, uh, Thor, <laughs> Theo James. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> but, uh, yeah, uh... The other supporting cast is alright. They really don't get to do much, especially uh, Trisha's brother and Zoe Kravitz, yeah. Trisha's brother, Caleb, played by Ansel Egort, I think is how you pronounce his last name, or co-star from Falcon of the Stars. Uh, Miles Teller is... Miles Teller. Yeah, he's Miles Teller. (laughs) (laughs) Which is basically an A-O, so you either like that or you don't. He's just not... Where you want to punch him in the face as much as the last couple yeah. of years. He's still, oh, he's still mildly like, irritating, yeah. but not at all at the level he was no. And Nope, definitely not. And uh, yeah, the two better actors, Naomi Watts and Jeff Daniels, are just there. Like, they're trying, but it's kind of the problem with this series as it goes along, which is that there's not really a whole lot of meat to this narrative. Like, they're fun, enjoyable movies, but there's not a whole lot that makes you want to watch these movies over and over again besides the last one because the allegory is pretty simple racism and fashion is wrong we shouldn't categorize people and force them to do stuff and adults are bad for categorizing us and that that's basically it like there's no meat like I thought maybe with Jeff Daniels being from this other city that there there might be some room for some more subtext but nope it's more to say <laughs> which is a shame uh the reveals they make are fine though it's yeah. better it's slightly above what the maze runner did the maze runner when they made the revelations about what happened it's like oh so he went there huh whereas here i was kind of like oh okay i can actually see that being a potential world ender Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought the movie was fine. Uh, I liked it. Uh, like you would put it below Insurgent. I thought Insurgent was much better. Uh, as far as emotional moments, I felt like there was a couple here that were mm-hmm. decent. Like one between Naomi Watts's uh, Evelyn and uh, Theo James's Thor. Yeah. Almost called him Thor. <laughs> <laughs> I thought that was actually pretty fine. And. Uh, the relationship between Four and Triss still seems real to me. It still mm-hmm. seems like a real couple, even though Four gets on much call petty kick for a yeah. second. But it still seems down to earth, unlike other young adult mm-hmm. movies that I'm not going to name. Because I'm done, you know, beating that horse. <laughs> the horse is nothing but pulp at this point. 
So, <laughs> it is better than that. And I, now I think something that kind of bugged me throughout the movie, and this is a small issue, mm-hmm. the visual effects kind of bugged me. And it's because they depict a lot of this futuristic technology. Some of it is, like, really cool. Mm -hmm. But obviously, they don't have the budget that other movies have for this kind of thing. Mm -hmm. So, you can clearly tell scenes in which they're standing in front of a green screen. And scenes in which they have some cool CGI gizmo, but the gizmo just looks so fake. It's like, uh, well, okay, I accept this. And... It makes me think that some of the shots were probably intended for 3D and they maybe remaked yeah. at the last yeah, minute. Because the last one was in 3D. 3D. Yeah. yeah, maybe they're doing some kind of budget cuts because the second movie made less money than the first movie did. Ah. And so they're seeing the diminishing returns and maybe that's their way of cutting back. Yeah, because like we talked about before we recorded, this movie got savaged by critics. Yeah, it had like a 10% of Rotten Tomatoes, which I do not agree which with I at all. Which I don't get. Yeah, but none of these movies are certified fresh on Rotten Tomatoes. Even The first one is the best received by critics and mm-hmm. audiences alike. Critics was 45, if I'm not mistaken. Uh-huh. Audience score was 70. Insurgent... Critic score was 25, audience score was 60. This one, critic score is 10%, audience score, I think, is 53. Uh-huh. So it's just study going down amongst the audience, I guess. They, you know, whoever the reviewers are for Rotten Tomatoes, they aren't taken to it. But I don't agree with their criticism at all. And some of their criticism don't even make any sense. Like some of them say that the movie manages to be superior to Insurgent. Without actually being a good movie, which makes no sense. Right. <laughs> How do you... What Why, do you mean by Because it had more action? Although Insurgent had plenty of action. Insurgent had more action than yeah. this. And so, I don't... <laughs> I, I don't know, maybe because it gave them some answers to maybe some questions that they wanted, but considering that a lot of critics cite that they've been bored with this series and it can't end soon enough... Um, I mean, I guess uh, it has really competently shot action, like really well done. Like Theo James, after this, like I could see him being like a lead actor in an action franchise. Well, he is supposed to be in He's another sequel because <laughs> he had been in uh, Underworld Awakening. Okay, and that movie came out before Divergent. Yeah. and he's supposed to return for the fifth Underworld movie that they're okay. apparently doing. Uh, I don't know when that's coming out. It might even be coming out this year, for all I know, but. I know they were working on it like a couple of years ago. So, but yeah, the action is well shot, well framed. It's not shaky cam. Yeah, and you can tell the actors are actually doing the stuff. Yeah, and it's not. I'm curious as to how this is going to go for the next installment. Because the next installment, mm-hmm. they pulled a clever marketing ploy, which I see this is going to be the year of marketing ploys. Between Ten Cloverfield Lane, false advertisement, mm-hmm. and this film's false advertisement. See, I think they knew that people would be disheartened to find out that there was going to be two parts and not mm-hmm. just a single movie. So, instead of calling this Allegiant Part 1, they just called it Allegiant. Why? Because Part 2 is just going to have a completely different title called Ascendant. Hmm. Which is not a book, obviously. Yeah. And it's a title they completely made up. And I'm like, well, alrighty. The director is not returning. Uh, so I wonder how that will affect the quality of the action right, sequences for the next movie. Right. But he has done these last two movies. I can't remember who did the first movie, but I don't think it was him. I think he's only no. done the second movie yeah. in this one. And 
he has done a good job in crafting these action sequences and making them something to entertain the audience. Mm-hmm. And making you feel like these people know what the hell they're doing versus other movies. Yep. I'll say it went by, too, at a brisk pace. Yep. Uh, and I felt like even though it is, like you said, uh, in the car, you can tell that they're kind of stretching the material thin, but it's not as obvious as something like Mark and Jay Part 1, mm-hmm. where they're stretching it so thin that there's long stretches of nothing really happening on mm-hmm. screen. Here they crammed in a lot of stuff, but you can still see where they left out some stuff. But I still mm-hmm. feel like there was enough important information given in this movie to where I'll give it a pass for being a two-parter. And it has a self-contained ending. Yeah, sure, it's kind of a cliffhanger. It's more so just sequel baiting. But if the franchise were to end after this movie, and they chose not to do the fourth movie for whatever reason, Mm -hmm. I I can draw my own conclusions from, which is always something I like with these movies when you have a self-contained ending for each individual movie. Mm Mm-hmm. Anything else? Are you going to go to ratings? Yeah, we can go to ratings. All right. Uh, yeah, I guess a matinee. If you're curious, if you're a fan of the series, I say check this out. This is, yeah, one of, well, I don't know if I'd call this the weakest entry because I was kind of bored by parts of the first one. But I'd say this is on par with the first movie. It has a bit more action. But, uh, yeah, definitely Insurgent is the best of this franchise so far. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, this one is still solid. It's a Brinslow action movie. And considering we get, like, a million random forgettable action movies every year that don't even have good action sequences, I, I give this movie a little bit credit for actually having good action sequences. So, and I like the cast, so... Hopefully, all of them can move on to something else and keep doing well. I'd also give this a matinee. I think Shailene Woodley and Theo James continue to have amazing chemistry and seem like a real-life couple. The action sequences are decent. Uh, The story, even though aspects of it are thin, it's still engaging enough to where the time went by very quickly. And I'm... Still interested to see what the last installment has to offer. Hopefully, it's a pretty good payoff. I know how the book ended, but I feel like they might be actually going away from the book. So, only time will tell when the next movie comes out. Now, they are going with the book. It's going to be interesting. So, we'll see. Speaking of that chemistry point, yeah, I don't think there's been a movie, at least that I've seen, where Shelly Willie didn't have chemistry with her male cousin. She kind of has that Julia Roberts, Meg Ryan quality where she seems like she can work well with anybody. True. Which is talent some actors don't have. (coughs) (laughs) Oh, I was supposed to answer her name, but I didn't. <laughs> but uh yep, yeah, that concludes our review. Once again we are the Midnight Watch, where I'm on is standing on watch for you against bad movies. You can find our show by searching the Stitcher Radio app for the Midnight Watch, or simply go to our main site, the Midnight Watch, all one word, dot and you can also find us on Facebook and Twitter by searching Midnight Watch. Let us know. Like this series, uh, besides the obvious of next week's release, 
are you looking forward to coming out? So we'll talk to you guys later. Good night, everybody. Good night.